0: Episode 27, Yoga, Passion, and Mom Life with Danny Lee, MD. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. Following women on Instagram who are real about their lives and show us their knowledge, their education in a way that makes it look not so perfect. And we gain not just knowledge, but belief in ourselves through following them. And Dr. Danny Metzler is one of those people. Her Instagram account is Danny Lee MD. She's a family physician from South Carolina who does yoga, has kiddos at home, practices full-time, and has started The Big Red Giving Bag, a book that she wrote and donates parts of the proceeds to charity for with her sister to live out her passion during her busy mom life. And I'm excited for you all to get to know her a little bit because I wanted to know how she does it all in real life, how she creates such a healthy lifestyle for herself Without living continuously in overwhelm, and how she really manages mom life, you're going to love this interview. Join me in welcoming dr danny metzler Danny lee m d on Instagram. Welcome, Dr. Danny Metzler, who's going to be joining me today to talk a little bit about yoga, passion in life, and how the heck she does. Very busy mom life as a family physician and incorporates in just being healthy. So, welcome, Danny. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. I found you through Instagram. I love her Instagram account, ladies. It's Danny MD, right? I think that's I said it right. Danny Lee MD. Danny Lee MD. And what I connected so much with is her love of yoga. Her just real life. I love that you're so honest in it that I feel like you're like my friend. Instagram account. I'm like, okay, she's honest. She's real about life. And I think you and I are both family physicians. And I think for many women that feels like we must live a very different life than they do. And I love connecting with other women who are moms, who are busy, but are just creating a healthy lifestyle for themselves and their families. So I have a bunch of questions I want to ask you, but I want to start with kind of your love of yoga and how you got into that, how you also incorporate that into your life.
1: Yeah, no, sure. Um, Yoga is a huge part of my health and wellness. It has been since I was in high school. Actually, I started by a VHS tape that I would play in my TV before getting up for my day for high school.
0: Oh, wow. You've been doing it a long time.
1: Yeah. I mean, my first yoga mat that I, I still have my first yoga mat practice on it. But yeah, no, I've been doing yoga for gosh, almost 20 years.
0: Wow. How do you think it's
1: impacted? It feels weird to be like, say that I have been doing something for 20 years and I'm old enough to say that, (laughs) but apparently I am. Yeah. And so I go through kind of ebbs and flows with how often I'm practicing yoga and how frequent during the week. Sometimes it's uh, every morning at 6am, you know, sometimes it's headed to yoga classes, which is rare now that I have kids. And sometimes it's just like, I mean, last night I did yoga like for 10 minutes in front of the TV while my husband was getting our Netflix show on, you know, just like stretching and just releasing out the stress, you know? So I use yoga as a mental health release, but I also use it as strength training. I mean, I find I'm my fittest when I'm practicing yoga more regularly. Like if I'm in a good season of yoga, I feel my healthiest. Yeah, mentally and physically. And that's, I mean, that's even to say like when I'm in running, you know, seasons or I'm using my Peloton like crazy. Yoga is always where I feel the best. Actually. I feel like my gut works a little bit better. I feel like my muscles are stronger. I feel more flexible. Obviously I have less stress and less tension in my hip joints and my shoulder joints. My back feels better. My mind feels clearer. So I recommend yoga to everybody.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think I shared with you a little bit. I've been getting more and more into yoga. And I started it when I started working from home more and I'm not so active during the day and my back started bothering me. And I was like, oh my gosh, yoga is helping my back. It really has. In my weight loss coaching, we use exercise not for weight loss, but just to be healthy and to help be that healthier kind of incorporate physicality into your body version of you that you want to be when you lose the weight. And I love what you spoke to, because it speaks to all of the benefits that I see as well from yoga, maybe even compared to some of the other exercises that you could choose to do.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of the most sustainable methods of exercise that there is, right? Like, I'm even at in my late thirties, having some knee pain if I run too much. Right. And I just want to protect that, but yoga it's sustainable mm-hmm. and the better you get and the more you like it, you know, just happens more naturally, usually at a quicker run, You might not be as flexible. You can just kind of boost to practicing and picking it back up. So I can't get enough. I think if I weren't a doctor, I'd be a yoga teacher. I've always thought that.
0: <laughs> I love that question. Cause I would have been a teacher if I wasn't a doctor too. And I think there's something about us that loves these aspects. Like it gets you out there kind of, I love what you do, which is adding in like educating patients in a non-traditional format, like through Instagram, right? Those of us who love adding in that aspect, I think there's something about us that love just being able to share what we know in a different way. So as you said, as you've stepped into motherhood and your life gets more busy, how do you make sure that you somehow incorporate in health into your lifestyle with your family?
1: Living a healthy lifestyle for me is not something that I really think too hard about because it's just kind of what I've done for my whole life. You know, I like to eat healthy. I like vegetables. <laughs> yes. And so it's not something that I really think too hard about. It's just choices that I enjoy. And in terms of cooking for my family, I mean, my kids are still on the stage of the five main food groups of mac and cheese, pizza, chicken nuggets, grilled cheese, and, you know, whatever else. So hot dogs. <laughs> hot so night. I don't worry too much about that. You know, I try to put a vegetable on their plate as well, but I cook for myself and my husband healthfully. My son is a toddler and he eat a little bit better than my daughter, but I don't put too much pressure on her to eat. I don't want to kind of create any bad habits or any weird things around food. In terms of, you know, physical activity, I really try to walk throughout the day. I walk on my lunch break a lot. I got an under the desk treadmill <laughs> that I have in my office that I use that I literally walk at one mile per hour while I do my notes. Nice. You know, so I'm not like sweaty, but I'm also just moving. And if if I'm having an energetic week, I'll wake up early in the morning and do my Peloton or do yoga or whatever strength training. If I'm not having an energetic week, then I give myself rest and I sleep in until the very last moment. And, (laughs) and then I, you know, we'll stretch on the floor with my kids later. I just don't put too much pressure on myself to like exercise 30 minutes every single day. I don't think that's healthy either. I think that moving your body feels good and you should do it because it feels good, not because you're trying to shrink yourself.
0: Yeah. Cause it doesn't work really anyway. Right. <laughs> it's always like we incorporate an in exercise just to love yourself, right. To feel like that healthier, active version of yourself. It's funny that you say that. Cause when I was like, I remember one time in my practice, I got a bike and I put the computer thing on it. It didn't work well. <laughs> Because it was too far up and it has to be like perfect for that to work to be able to do your notes. But mine was a little not not as functional as it sounds like yours is.
1: Yeah, no, mine is, is nice. I'll actually even keep the treadmill rolling in between patients because the way it beeps when it turns on is like kind of loud and I feel embarrassed. I'm like, oh, so I just keep it rolling. and I just kind of walk in and pop in on like walk 30 seconds and walk back out in between patients and if it's too hot here in Charleston, I'll walk there during my lunch break instead of outside. Um,
0: so yeah, it works. I saw your recent post on your Apple watch too. So <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, even last night, like I, I'm saying I turned off my tracker, but I don't actually know how to do that. So I'm just trying not to pay attention to it. But last night, it's like ten fifteen. I walked, you know, over 10,000 steps. I did a thousand things for the kids. Right. And then it says, um, Oh, you only have like 20 calories to go to cl- close your rings, and eight minute brisk walk should do it. Yes, that's what I said to <laughs> me at 10 o'clock. I was like, like all done. What? Like, why are you telling me that? Anyway,
0: I don't know. So. I when I first got an Apple Watch, I was so motivated by it. And I agree with you because it's like when you want to go out and exercise, I want to take it off cuz I don't want it to be all sweaty. And then I'm like, well, I'm working against myself here. It's so funny cuz in the the coach side of me is like, this is such a great example of tools that that get us motivated to begin with, but then we use against ourselves later. <laughs>
1: I don't think I I think it's just pressure that we are putting on us technology society it that is not health right yeah health is finding a balance of doing what you like to move your body and also rest and not like beating yourself up if you don't meet a goal you know set by some arbitrary anyways
0: I love that I want to ask you a question because as a physician I feel like you know, there's some level for us to be perfectionist and A-types, right? How do you keep that perspective for yourself in life? Like that, I don't have to do it perfect.
1: It is a constant daily thing. In fact, sometimes I'll say to myself, Instagram Danny would not agree with this thought. (laughs) You know, if I'm like, you know, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. You know, I would be telling people, no, you don't. You know, you got, you can relax, you can this and that. I am a recovering perfectionist. Me too. Every day. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, (laughs) really hard. So it's something that I work at every day. And I think by trying to inspire others to do it, it's helping me to come to a better place too. You know, uh, what goals are we really trying to achieve by being so hard on ourselves,
0: right? I feel like for me, I I used to hold it as a badge, right? Like I was like a mom and a doctor and I kind of checked all the boxes. And what I realized through that journey was I was not happy. Like I wasn't happy because I was still trying to chase being whatever was the next step to prove that, you know, all of my perceived faults didn't exist anymore. And it was so freeing to just say that just keeps me from ever being present and enjoying my life. which is what we're doing, right? We're just chasing perfect. That's never going to occur.
1: Yeah. I actually, um, we're working on teaching my daughter not to say the word perfect. Right. So she'll put on a dress and she'll say, mom, it looks perfect. Doesn't it? And it does. But I'm like, yeah, but you know, remember nothing in this world is perfect. Yeah. You know, and I I don't, I don't say that to her, but she'll, or she'll say, I don't know. She'll call something perfect or that looks perfect. Doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It looks great, right? And we, we're trying to just like get that word out of her mouth because really nothing is perfect. And if that ever, if that is the goal, even at that young age, I think that's detrimental.
0: Yeah, because you're chasing a standard that will never occur. I love it as a physician. I think we get the gift that we are given is seeing the imperfections in humanity and how beautiful that they can be as compared to other people. So we get to actually see that and be like, that's beautiful because it's different. Right. But everybody else thinks all of their flaws are horrible. I still think it's a hard thing. We still have to bite it ourselves. Right. Like We have to buy into oh, it ourselves. Yeah.
1: If- Every day, I mean, I give people advice every day that I'm like, man, I should follow that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's the realness of life, right? That's what we do yeah. that's so different. I want you to share a little bit about your passion project too, your book, and your it's The Big Red Giving Bag, right? I want to make sure I got right. it right. And your website's thebigredgivingbag.com. Tell us about this because I work with my mamas through weight loss to develop passion, right? I think so often those of us who go to food to fulfill us, it's because we've kind of given up in the other things in our lives. We just think we have to chase perfect and we're chasing that it's inevitable. And we give up even the belief that we could have passions. And one of the things that I love so much about watching you is that I see like all of the aspects of your life, including your passion and being a physician who's a mom, not saying I have to give that up because I don't have space for it. So tell us a little bit. I know you do it with your sister about it and kind of how you developed it as well and how you grow with it.
1: Yeah. So it's the Big Red Giving Bag. It is a Christmas book. It's sold with a Santa bag. And the story reads, I wrote it, my sister illustrated it. And the story reads that Santa um, is really busy this year. He could really use some help. And so he says, I've sent to your home a big red giving bag, one just like mine. And if you could fill it with toys that you don't play with anymore or that you've outgrown or think something that you'd like to give away to another child, put them in your big red giving bag, put your bag under your tree. And when I come to your house on Christmas Eve, I'll see your bag. I'll take it with me, air quotes, and deliver them to kids who need them. So then you know, the bag disappears obviously Christmas Eve and it's not there Christmas morning. And then, you know, it can magically reappear throughout the year when mama needs to declutter. (laughs) So (laughs) I actually came up with the idea. I had a miscarriage a couple of years ago and I was just kind of in a dark place and looking for hope. And I have always wanted to write a children's book and I don't really even remember kind of what sparked that idea But I actually wrote the first draft in the waiting room of my fertility doctor while I was waiting to get my blood draw to make sure that the miscarriage was complete. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I called my mom on the way home and I called my sister and I was like, you know, I have this idea for like a new Christmas tradition. And my mom thought it was fantastic. I called my sister. I said, simply illustrated it. And she was like, I can't do that. I don't know how. I was like, yes, you do. And yeah, and we've been doing great ever since. We're entering our third season of the book. So this coming holiday season will be our third season and it is very hard. I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it to say that it's super easy to balance all these things. Right. I mean, I have a full patient load throughout the day. I'm getting kids up and ready for school. I'm getting home fed, bathed the whole thing, laundry. And then at the end of the day, I'm going up to my office and packaging books and shipping them and doing accounting in QuickBooks, which is still just like totally over my head. <laughs>
0: Um I love that blade. I have yeah, such I'm a QuickBooks issue right now. I'm like, what is like, this it's awful? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, will somebody please teach me?
1: So I just fumble my way through and I make mistakes and I but it's fun. You know, we've we've been doing shows and book signings and you know, we're in about I think sixty stores in the in the country right now, hoping to expand that this year. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, it's super fun. It's a lot of hard work, even to sell one book. <laughs> yes. I don't know how like small business owners sell a ton of stuff, but, but yeah, no, it's really, it's been great. And uh, I am very passionate about it. A portion of our proceeds of each book sale goes to compassion international, which is an international children's charity, focusing on relieving kids who are suffering extreme poverty.
0: Oh, yeah, um, we've been part so we've of that. We've
1: donated things like medical supplies, money towards building water wells, fruit trees, livestock, lots of really cool stuff. It's a great organization. So happy to be part of it.
0: Wow. It is a full life you're living. It is a full life. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great life. Isn't it? It's so funny. Some of the things you talk about, I'm like, it's two physicians on here talking about QuickBooks being like the bane of our existence. (laughs)
1: literally one product I sell on there and like figuring it out is like, (laughs) I might as well be, you know, reading a
0: Chinese pamphlet. I agree completely. And I think that there's beauty in that, right? Like we live in our own world. People think what you do in medicine is just, it's got to be so hard and so complex, but it becomes your day-to-day life. And then you take on a challenge, right? It's a challenge to write a book. It's a challenge to Build sort of a business. It's not something that you have to do. It's something just to fulfill you. I had a miscarriage a few years ago on Mother's Day. And that was around the time I started the blog that started this. I think for so many of us who have been through those places, it's like, I need something. I'm just living a part of me. And I want to live fully me. And it starts this whole new journey for us, which is just beautiful.
1: Yeah. Another background story of me is that I... Had a about a five year journey with infertility, so both of our kids are from IVF, and so there's a lot of years of trials and waiting. And after that miscarriage, I just I needed something to focus my energy on that wasn't just like living my life period to period. Yeah, <laughs> which is totally what it is, right? And so that really helped me get through. And then it it's kind of you know took off and has carried me and yeah. It's just a fun side project.
0: It is. And it's, it's something that makes you feel alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And also tired. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. I am tired. Yes. that's I mean, if, when people order a book, it's me in my pajamas with greasy hair packaging it for you and shipping it out the next day. I totally (laughs) want you 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 to post.
0: (laughs) I want you to post a reels with that. That is worth seeing. Okay. (laughs) Because that is, I mean, it's so funny. People sign up with my coaching. They're like, oh, the person I'm like, yeah, that's me. Still me. Still me. And me. (laughs) Still me. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate what I love so much about just and just getting to watch you and see you through Instagram is your honesty and your integrity and just putting out there what's real for women. When I think, you know, you're beautiful from the outside, beautiful from the inside, but people would look and be like, oh, she's got it perfect. You know, she's doing everything right. And I think when you use that as an opportunity to show what's real and educate, it's just such a beautiful thing to give back to the world.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, my whole mantra is really balance, right? I love to be healthy. I I love feeling healthy. I love eating healthy. I love to move and exercise. But it's also taken me a really long time to realize that rest is part of that health journey. And also lowering expectations of yourselves along with others too, is that is super important to coming to a place of happiness and like self acceptance. And I just want to share that with people because it's taken me a while to get there too. Right. It's not just like natural. We all have to work at loving ourselves.
0: Yeah. And that's where we can share from the biggest strength is because we've done the work ourselves and continue to do it. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me. If you want to follow her, she's Danny empty. I don't think there's a, is there a Lee in it? Let me check.
1: Yes, Danny Lee, there is.
0: L-E-I-G-H. L-E-I-G-H. I'm like, I don't yeah. think you know better than me. What am I talking about? Okay, Danny Lee, M-D-D-A-N-I-L-E-I-G-H-M-D <laughs> on Instagram and the yeah. com. You will be inspired. Thank you for joining me and inspiring my mamas to just be fully them. Quit chasing perfection and just show up and, and be healthy in your life. Yeah, love
1: it. Thank, Thank you. you very much.
0: If you loved today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to DrMommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.